Welcome to Late Night Episode of your favorite Spotify podcast slash Apple Podcasts. Can you hear me? Today we're going to be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Not just any Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! But what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode, a late night episode of the Metakillers podcast. Look, I get it. It's late. It's it's probably two days old. Um, but, you know, I had a long weekend. I needed to chillax time. So we're recording this on a Sunday night at 11.50 after a lot of play testing. Um, today I just wanted to go over some of the new developments that we have with um, Sprite. We're going to be going over some regional deck lists. Um, I'm going to be talking about kind of the case tournament I was in Sun Saturday. I don't want to talk about it too much. I mostly want to keep the topic on the decks. So with that being said, we'll just jump straight into it. So we're just going to go over the decks um, that have topped recently. And I just want to like go over it and look at some like cool stuff added in. So I'm just going to start with the most interesting one I've seen. And this is Sprite adventurer punk and this got first place at a columbus regional on august 6th um it's just interesting so um i'm gonna read out the main deck so it's a 46 card main deck so uh three gamma one driver three nib one foxy tune uh one griffin rider one scythe one deer note um three water enchantress one zeamine Three Ash, one Jet, one Red, one Blue, one Carrot, two Plague Spreader, three Effect Veiler, Fateful, Dracoback, Foolish, three Prosperity, three Right, a Called By, three E Telly, three Starter, Sprite Starter, and then three Imperms. Um, it's a little weird. Uh, I'm assuming that they're trying to make like a Chaos Ruler, and then also trying to make like a Baron. Or go into like link plays with it instead of, um, I guess, going for like the standard sprite stuff, which the extra deck kind of does tell. So the extra deck is a Baron, um, a Chaos Ruler, TG, two Gigantic Sprite, an Access Code, a Unicorn, Dark, Selene, Dagda, Hauk, two Elf, an IP, and a Salmon Great Almirage. And never mind, I'm an idiot. This deck is just Scythe Lock Turbo with sprite cards to negate anything that attempts so it's just like imagine punk adventure but like adding in more busted cards <laughs> the side deck um is a little interesting so it is one pink uh one lancia um i'm not sure why that's there i guess for flunder but i mean that's not even an issue well i guess if you lancia um yeah, Sprite, they, they can't banish a, a card for Ronin Totem, which kind of sucks. Um, three Lightning Storms, a Red Reboot, uh, three Artifact Sanctum, so they can bring out the Lancia and the Scythe, uh, three Evenly Match, and three Trap Trick. Um, what I'll say is, this is a very interesting deck. Um, I'm not sure if this is the best, like, built deck i've ever seen but it's definitely an interesting concept so 
Next, at the same regional, we have fourth place, which is Monkey Flip Outlitch, Brandon Dogmatic and Mine Outlitch. Oh, God. So, uh, two Outlitch. Uh, one gives Mechorochi, which is actually a really cool tech. Uh, two Albaz, one Ecclesia, three Eltlin, three Mystic Mine, three Branded Fusion, one Elixir, two Nadir Servant. Uh, Nadir seeing play again, which is kind of cool. I know that it's kind of gone away for the most part just because it's Dogmatica is playable but not really good anymore, which is kind of crazy because it came out like what this year or like the end of last year. No, not this year. It was last year. Yeah, beginning of last year. Still, it's only been a year. Um, three Prosperity. Why not? Uh, one called by three demise of the land, so you can get in a mystic mind. Man, you know we we hated on Sky Striker players for doing this, so you know what? I think you should get hate too. You're playing literally demise of the land and mystic mind. How more toxic can you be? Three super poly. Never mind. You got more toxic. Um, three conquistador. One Hequero. Three skill drain. Lovely. Two Punishment, which is also interesting. Um, three Elixir and one Metaverse. And then the extra deck's pretty self-explanatory. I think the only thing interesting here is they're playing the Garura. And they are playing a Pleiades and a Vampire Fascinator. The side deck is uh, three Lava Golem for sprite matchups. Um, Necro World Banshee, Zombie World for anything that dies like Flunder. Uh, three judgment, three D barrier, three evenly matched. Um, I don't like Outlitch. I think it's worse than Flunder. I think people complain about Flunder way too much when this stuff runs around. But you know, overall, I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, I definitely the one cool thing I like is Orochi is a really cool tech card. Um, I really like that. That is a a good card. And I think after pack kind of showed everybody like, hey, yo, this card's pretty fucking cracked. <laughs> People are like, oh, wow, we should probably play this card. The next one is Dragon Link. Wow, this deck sadly still exists. I mean, it's a good deck, I guess. So it's a 40 card list. Um, One driver, three gamma. And you'll kind of notice this as we go along with the rest of these decks. Um, Gamma is becoming the best hand trap right now. Um, it's either that or DD Crow, which is, is still crazy to me. Um, but Gamma is crazy for baiting out interactions. It It's the only thing that like kind of hits Splite a little hard. So um, three Gamma, one Driver, one Red Eyes Metal Dragon, one Chaos Savioneer, two Apps Router, two Noctivision, one Collapse Serpent, three Safer, one Wyver Burster, one Rocket Tracer, or two Rocket Tracer, one Rocket Recharger, three Ash, three DD Crow, uh, two Rocket Synchron, yes, one Boot Sector, one, sorry, Dragon Ravine, three Chaos Space, three Dark No, <laughs> Dark No Ruler, Dark Ruler No More, three Quick Launch, three Imperm. Um, I think this is pretty standard. Um, definitely playing less names and more like going second and hand traps uh especially this format i think you're going to notice like as a rogue player um you're definitely going to have to be playing either 
way more board breakers or way more hand traps. And I think it's either you got to pick a side. You can't play both. I, I like this. Um, I think maining Dark Ruler no more is just amazing this format. The only thing that sucks is a lot of times Sprite will have that cross out. However, that's why you have the other hand traps just in case. So the extra deck is literally nothing special except for what in the world he is playing Quad Boral Dragon. What? What is this? That's crazy. And the side deck, what? Okay. Um, in the side deck, he's playing Aether, the Evil Empowering Dragon. I guess it's just a free banish. Cool. Three Nib, three Lightning Storm, three Triple Tax, called by the side, which is weird. Three Gozen, and then one Red Reboot. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, it's Dragon Link. It's not too special. All right, top eight sprite. Now, this is going to be what you're going to be seeing a little bit more often. Um, so, main deck, it's 40. So, three Ash, three Jet. We're talking about sprite cards here. Two sprite red, three sprite blue, one sprite carrot, three swap frog, one rototoden. So, this is three Dark Beckoning Beast, which is an interesting card. Three DD Crow, one Opening of the Spirit Gates, three Dark Ruler, three Prosperity, three Triple Tack, one Called By. One Sprite Smashers, three Sprite Starters, and three Imperms. Um, the extra deck is not really that special, except for they are playing um, Anibamaru the Soul Sweeper, the new one out of um, Dimension Force. I think this is just used in the Mirror Match, if I'm not mistaken. Side deck, you have Pinkertops, Scythe, because why not? Red Reboot. Three pointer of the red lotus. This is also becoming a staple card in the side deck because this format having those board breakers is really, really bad for your like you. So a pointer of the red lotus to look and then take a card out of their hand for until your opponent's next end phase, which is most of the time, like if you pop that card out of your hand, it's game, right? You can literally choose what they get or what they lose. Um, three Sanctum, or two Sanctum, two D-Barrier, three Evenly, two Trap Trick. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's pretty good. Um, I honestly like this one more than anything. I think opening the Spirit Gates is very interesting, um, just because it, it's literally free. It's, it, it's a free level two. And our last one is a top four sprite list. Um, this one looks really uh, normal. They're playing three Deep Sea Diva to special summon a level two, but they're playing Psychic Jumper. Um, do any of you know what this does? Um, if you know what this does, comment. Like comment. Uh, send me a send me confirmation on Twitter that you know what this card does. But I'm gonna tell you what it does now. So Psychic Jumper says once per turn you can pay a thousand life points. Then target one face-up monster your opponent controls, right? And one psychic-type monster you control, except Psychic Jumper. Switch control of both of those targets, and if you do, their battle positions cannot be changed. So I'm not really sure. I guess he's just switching this with a Ghost Ogre. 
like giving the opponent a ghost ogre for like taking their best monster, I guess, which I think is an interesting concept. Um, I wouldn't make it. I don't think it's anything like crazy or anything, but you know, you know, you know how it is. Side deck. Um, they are running one DD Crow in the side deck because they're running two in the main deck. Uh, three Dark Ruler, one Harpy Feather Storm or Duster. Sorry, not Storm. Uh, three Lightning Storm, three Anti-Spell, No-Play, Imperial Order, Fragrances, one Red Reboot, and three Solemn Judgment. So uh, this out of all the lists is probably my second favorite list. I think this does – it is very clean. Um, Psychic Jumper is cool. Who, who, who came up with that? That's a really cool tech, honestly. <laughs> it actually makes me very happy because whoever came up with that, smart idea. Smart, smart. Hmm. Where are we? Oh yeah, one more. I got, I got, I got two more actually. So this next one as another. This is a remote regional. So this is Adagnister Math Mech. So um, this is just playing a small Math Mech engine, um, just because uh, Math Mech Circular if is so in such an insane card. And uh, it literally took Math Mech from being a slightly playable rogue deck to, like, tier 2, tier 1 meta deck, which is crazy to think about. But, yeah, it, it's an insane card. Um, I think you're going to be seeing a lot of Math Mech because I think it's just something interesting people can play, like, that's not tier or Splite, or Sprite is what it's called now. Um. I feel like this is very cookie cutter. You have a small math mech engine, which is three circular, one sigma, one addition, one subtraction. And then in the extra deck, they're playing the uh, prima math mech, uh, Alma Breton, or yeah. So essentially they're just using it to turbo out into it. And then all, all, all the attic nesters are cyber monsters, so they can help link and get into their plays. Um, the side deck is three Drolls, two Cosmic, three Dark Ruler, one Duster, one Reboot, two D-Barrier, three Evenly Matched. Gotta play them Floodgates. Alright. Um, hmm. I'll kind of do it like this. So, the other deck list was Trash. So, we'll kind of breach off topic a little bit. Sorry, it's late night, you know. Late night episodes breach off topic sometimes. We like to go off topic, but also on topic. We're going to talk about some of the reprints. Yay, Tactical Masters. I'm pretty sure that comes out in like two weeks, which is going to be interesting because we do not know what it's really going to do to the meta because none of the decks seem to really like surprise me and say, oh, wow, this deck may do a lot, but we're not sure yet. So, it, yeah, it releases August 26th um, of this month. It's this month, the 26th. So this is going to have your uh, Valiant, your Runic, and then your Labyrinth. And then the cool part is, is we got to see some new collector rares and then some good reprints. Well, I'll say one good reprint. So, um... MSTTV and a couple other people are opening stuff. And um, actually in MSTV's like uh, 
opening. Wow, I'm I wow. He actually pulled one of the first collector rares that we got to find out. It is anti-spell fragrance. So what does that mean for us as players? This means that they're 99.9% .9 not banning anti-spell on this ban list. Which I think really, really sucks because... God, this card sucks. Why? I mean, it's it's an insta-win button when you flip it, right? Because it's it's like Imperial Order was back when we played Tri-Brigade and all that. I mean, it's a, it's a one-of, but this is at a three. And you flip it, and your opponent can't activate spell cards. They have to set them. And then by the time you can actually activate the spell cards, your opponent's dead. So that really sucks. I think the art is cool. They also are printing it as a rare, which is good for like people um, getting back into the game. I, I would say this set is a really good set to get your side deck cards because, I mean, the rares are. Um, well, we'll talk about the three reprints. So the three reprints were um, anti spell fragrance, which great, right? Because it was a slightly expensive card. Uh, Cosmic cyclone, which is also a really good reprint. I mean, we have a lot of printings. But why not give the player base another printing? And then I think the best one is Droll and Lockbird as a rare. And so these are the packs that like uh, you get four rares and then a like a hollow. And I think that's really cool. You're giving uh, Droll and Lockbird to like budget players. And this is going to help the budget players like actually have a, a play set of Droll and Lockbird. Have like this is uh, as a beginner, this is a great set to pick up. Um, I don't know about the archetypes in it. I feel like the archetypes may not be like exactly beginner friendly, especially please don't play. If you're a beginner, please don't play uh Valiance. I tried it. Uh, if you, if you have doubts, uh, just watch a set five podcast. He went over it and uh, man, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little too much for me, dog. Um, but yeah, this is a great uh, side set to pick up. If you're looking for side deck cards um, the, the other two archetypes are kind of cool. The, uh, labyrinth is like a trap based archetype, like normal traps. Um, and it basically can search any normal trap in the game, which is really cool. So you can just search like D barrier. <laughs> uh, and then the other one is runic and that is like basically a, uh, mill deck. So the point of it is like stalling out your opponent and milling out their whole deck, which is hilarious. It's like, if it's, it's what mystic mind players always wanted, but the problem is, is they're all spell cards, and then when you flip anti-spell fragrance, it's a FTK. So, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about do my little tangent for just like the cool reprints coming in. So we'll go ahead and talk about this case tournament I was in. Um, so it was a blade. There was like twenty nine people. Um, in Swiss, I went 3-1-1. It should have been 4-1, but, you know, sometimes you just get the tie. Um, I, I literally, if I would have gotten two more seconds, I would have won the game. Um, but that's, sometimes the cookie crumbles that way, right? So, uh, my final match, I played against undefeated, um, Sprite, man. Sprite is so good. <laughs> so, then I get in the top eight, right? And then I sit down. I played the guy I played in Swiss. Um, I beat him. He's playing Sprite. First hand. I'm playing Flunder. 
it's god-awful unplayable. He opens full combo. I don't even play it through. I'm just like, bro, it's next game. I draw my next five cards. Unplayable. I I didn't brick the entire day. The entire day, I was I was doing great, right? That, that just draw next five cards is unplayable. Which, I mean, I'm not mad about. It happens, right? It's just part of the way Yu-Gi-Oh! works. You, you draw five Sometimes it just doesn't go your way. And I didn't brick all day. I only bricked once all day. So, I mean, I can't really complain, right? Because, I mean, my deck is known for bricking. So, yeah, I, I can't really complain. Um, overall, I did okay. Um, it's, it's more of just in a preparation because the regional is this weekend. So next, next week will be a regional recap episode, which, yay. I, I'm sorry if you guys hate it. I just like to talk about it. Um, but yeah, I think going into this case tournament, I realized, uh, how insane ultimate slayer is. Wow. Um, if you guys are playing flunder and you do not have ultimate slayers, I highly recommend if you have the money, if you want to be a little bit more competitive, pick these cards up. I main ultimate slayer. Ultimate slayer has saved me so many games. I can't even cause, um, first of all, ultimate slayer is not once per turn. Second of all, it sends for cost, so you still get the monster's effect that you send. So even if they find a way to negate it, which they can't respond with monster effects, you still have that monster and graveyard's effect, right? Crazy. Then, you as a Flunder player have the best send in the whole extra deck, because you can send Sure Egg, and if you have one banished Flunder, you can search another one. Which, again, nuts. And that actually came up because that happened, and I searched a Rabina, and I played, which, crazy. So, let's see here. Um, I think going into this next week, I definitely need to work on um, some extra deck, not extra deck options, sorry, side deck options for Sprite. Because I feel like that is my worst matchup. For this deck. Um, Terrellement was not that bad. Terrellement is a really good deck. I just don't think it's time is here yet. And that actually leads into the question that I was asked. Please guys. I'm going to leave questions on these. Um, Spotify. On Spotify. Like go down and answer it. Because it really helps me get some interaction. So I can talk to you guys. Because um, I'd love to answer some more questions. So this is from Isaac, and it says, Is Splite or Terrellements going to be better in the long run? I ask this because I am both looking for a new deck, and I saw that Terrellements is winning more in the OCG now. So, um, if you're looking for a better in the long run, it's going to 100% be Terrellements. And here's why. So, Splite right now is going to be your front runner, and that's because of the deck itself. Terrellements is also a very good deck, but as itself, as it is right now, it's it's the second best. So, in uh, I think in a month or two or three months, I'm not sure, we should be getting something called uh, Ishizu support. So these are a couple cards that Konami releases that has something to do with uh, Shizu from the anime. And so what these cards do is when you mill them, they get extra effects. And some of the effects are insane. 
So it adds on to what Torelmans already had as a fusion summoning archetype. So they can just shuffle back the cards they milled to summon a fusion monster, and then they can just do it again. So in the long run, Torelmans is going to be a hundred percent a better deck. If if anything, I'd actually recommend you pick up Torelmans over Sprite, um, just because I think in the long run. You, you're going to have a better investment with Terrell Elements. And also, I would also recommend it because it is a little bit harder to play as a new player just because of, like, the the volume of how much, like, your chain links. You're doing, like, three or four chain links every time you summon something, right? Because you mill a card, you're chain linking, right? And it, it's going to be a little bit of a skill gap. But with enough time and enough practice and enough, like, studying... You could be a very good Torelement player. And a very good Torelement player beats a really good Sprite player. I'll just tell you that. And a really bad Sprite player can't beat a really bad Torelement player. It's it's weird how that works. But um, definitely recommend Torelements over Sprite. I think Sprite is the best deck right now. But... As the future rolls around, Torelements will definitely be the overall better deck. Well, I got to 25 minutes. So, some little laundry questions that I'm thinking of. So, um, I will be going to the uh, regional enrichment on the 20th, I believe. Can I do math? I cannot do math. I go to college, dude. Yeah, the 20th. I will be there. So if anybody's at the Richmond Regional, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I would love to like meet. Like we can duel, do whatever. Like I can show you my cool decks that I have. We can trade. I don't care what we do. Like I'm just I'm just there, right? Um also on a side note, um this Rika Sanavalon stuff, really cool. Um I'm building it right now and I'm really having a lot of fun with it. Um, if you're looking for a cool, uh, tier one, tier two deck that uh, a lot of people aren't on right now, but the prices are going up because people are starting to realize this Sun Avalon Rika deck. If you have a lot of the Rika cards already in the Sun Avalon cards, highly recommend. Um, it's really fun. Actually, that's what we were just doing. I was playing my friend Jesse and we were actually literally testing because he, he, he always has the spice. Um, he comes up with like these spicy deck profiles because you know he, he's the og Yu-Gi-Oh player so he's got a, he actually deck builds and stuff and doesn't net deck like 99 percent of us so he is the one who makes the deck lists where we are the one who steal it but yeah we were just testing out i just wanted to like add that feature in there because um i am very 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 excited to try to play with them and if it wasn't for the regional, I'd probably play them at the regional if I had all the cards, but I do not, sadly. But anyways, that'll end the episode. How'd you like it? Tell me if you hated it. Hit me up on Twitter at, at KillerMetaYGO. Um, I would love to get some more feedback, some more questions. Please hit me up in the Spotify. If you scroll down while you're like listening to the video, if you scroll down, there should be a question blank where you can ask. I'm just going to ask like... What type of question would you like to be answered next week? Or something around that. Just ask any question. I don't care how dumb it is. Honestly, it probably won't be dumb. It'll probably be something interesting. Give me content. 
Give me content, please. I need it. I need it. Salivate. I'm salivating right now for the content, please. Also, another cool thing. Um, shout out to King Scarlet Yu-Gi-Oh or YGO. I was actually um, crazy enough on um, one of his videos. So um, on the Screw Derek video, I actually sent him a picture of uh, me with a like piece of paper, and it only pops up on like one screen, but it's it's awesome. You should totally check out the video. It's Screw Derek. It talks about like nostalgia stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Please, um. Do all the YouTube stuff. Like, comment, and subscribe, even though you can't do this because this is only on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a couple other podcasting websites for now. Keyword, for now. For now.